0: It's that time in the month when we check in with Ryan McCrady. He is the CEO of the Springfield Sangamon Growth Alliance to get an update on economic development efforts in our community and our county. And it's always a pleasure to welcome Ryan back. Ryan, great to have you here. Hope you had a great Easter weekend.
1: I did, Jim. Thanks for having
0: me on. Uh, always a pleasure to welcome you back to the program, especially when there's good news to share. And we do have some of that. And we uh, saw some of these numbers uh, last week uh, statewide, uh, and we continue to see very favorable trends in terms of employment here in the Springfield area, as we have uh, very nearly rebounded back to pre-pandemic levels.
1: That's right. You know, it's important uh, when the unemployment rate report comes out each month that We also look at the number of workers, number of jobs in the community, because that's an even more important level. And uh, we hit a a very important point in February where we are nearly right even with pre-pandemic job levels, which means more people are going back to work. We know employers are still having trouble getting enough workers But it's definitely good news that we're seeing a return to those pre-pandemic levels of workforce. And also, our unemployment rate is uh, continuing to do well at 4.8%, which is below the Illinois statewide average. So those two numbers together are showing positive signs in the employment market.
0: You know, it's interesting, though, that as you note, even though we are seeing that total number of employed people come back, we do know that there are still plenty of employers who are struggling uh, to fill positions, to have adequate staff on hand. A lot of that we see in the hospitality Industry, for example. So, so what's going on here? I mean, have jobs just come back in industries that weren't hiring as much pre-pandemic, or are these just new positions being created? What? Uh, why, why do we have that disparity?
1: Well, I, I still think there's a number of people that it took a while to get back into the workforce because. Even though a lot of restrictions for covid uh you know were lifted, there were a lot of people that either didn't feel so fully safe or maybe they had school age children who would periodically like many people have experienced have to be quarantined they just didn't feel confident moving back there but the, you know these the number of jobs that existed we've seen an enormous rebound in leisure and hospitality um and also in <clears throat> in food service as those uh, those entities have started to open back up been a big jump there a huge jump in construction also Uh, anywhere you go around town right now you see orange barrels and barricades and there's hundreds of millions of dollars of work going on at state facilities and local schools so construction trades have really picked up and uh, it's going to be a battle going forward though because the size of the workforce has has shrunk as we went through the pandemic uh, for a number of reasons so we're gonna have to continue to try to get people back into the workforce
0: So uh, break this down from your perspective as you're trying to uh, to bring uh, companies in, you know, any business that is going to move into the area, they're going to want workers. They're going to want people to, to do some of those jobs when you have relatively low unemployment. Does that make it actually easier or tougher to draw a new business in?
1: Yeah, so what they what uh, businesses look for are what's called a labor participation rate. And that kind of gives them an idea of people's willingness to work. And that's a factor of the available <clears throat> workers and the number of them that are actually into the workforce. So as your unemployment rate goes down, the number of jobs go up. Typically, your, your labor participation rate goes up also. And so that's actually a good sign. Businesses are looking for the raw number of workers with a specific skill set. So let's just say, hypothetically, uh, welders. There's a business that needs a lot of welders. If they see you have a high concentration of welders in your community, they will come to town and compete for labor, but they have to make sure the skill set is there. So that labor participation rate is an important number that they also watch. Springfield uh, ranks well on that one. And so even though unemployment rate is the unemployment rate goes down, we can still attract employers into the community.
0: Talking with Ryan McCrady Springfield and Growth. Elias, get an update on economic development efforts. One of the potentially biggest uh, local projects uh, that is on the horizon would be redevelopment of the old Pillsbury Mills site. Uh, still a few uh, hoops to jump through to get there, but, of course, in recent weeks. That property has officially changed hands. It's now in the possession of a nonprofit group. The next step is to get a phase two environmental study done. And the springfield Sangamon Growth Alliance had uh, pledged to pick up the cost of that. Now, as we reported over the weekend, the city of Springfield has an ordinance uh, that it will uh, deal with in the next several weeks for the city to pick up a portion of that cost, at least $100,000 worth. So, Ryan, bring us up to date. Uh, did you approach the city about that? Yeah. But this is this something they did on their own? And how are you going to work together to, to help move this to the next step.
1: Sure. Well, the city of Springfield, Mayor Langfelder, and his administration have been key stakeholders in getting this uh, Pillsbury plant, to the, the redevelopment, to the point where we are. Uh, the as was you know, as you uh, previously uh, um, discussed, the uh, moving Pillsbury forward group has taken title to the property. That is a groundbreaking step towards getting the site cleaned up and redeveloped. <clears throat> Once they own it, we can get the phase two started. Uh, mayor Langfelder and his administration, not only does the mayor sit on the board of the Growth Alliance, but he's a key stakeholder in getting this site cleaned up. Um, the Growth Alliance had pledged to fund the phase two environmental study completely to allow that study to get started. Uh, mayor has expressed from the beginning that he wanted to help share some of the cost of that through the city of Springfield. So what we're able to do with the Growth Alliance being the lead on it, uh, we can get the get the process started and then the mayor can do what he has to do to take that before the city council for their approval. So having the Growth Alliance take the lead expedites the process. Uh, we knew the entire time that the mayor was interested in sharing the cost, um, but we also know that that has to be done through uh, subject to the approval of the city council. So. It's not something that we talked about earlier, but obviously now that it's been made public and filed before the go before the city council, uh, folks can see that the city of Springfield is participating and supporting the project also. And that is really good news. And that will be critical to show that support from the city as we go forward towards looking for US EPA grant opportunities to. Pay for the cleanup and the demolition of the project.
0: Okay, we're uh, in. In this uh, phase two environmental study, that again is going to check for contamination levels and just see what exactly is there that's got to be dealt with. When yeah. do you anticipate that being done, so that you can start that process of seeking those grants?
1: Well, we want to. That could that that study will start in early May, and we will start getting results in it as they go through the process. Uh, We believe it will be wrapped up uh, over a a couple month period. And by doing that phase two study, uh, we can start identifying the areas of the property that hypothetically, let's say this area, this soil can't be disturbed in this area here because of some kind of contamination. Or maybe we find out there isn't any areas that that are prevented from being disturbed. Uh, Maybe there's not the contamination there to prevent that. So really what it does is it paints the picture for not only demolition but also redevelopment. It lays out the groundwork of where that can happen. Having that phase two study done and having that information is critical for both getting grants to fund the cleanup and demolition and also getting developers interested in doing something with the property once it's cleaned up and and ready to go.
0: Another big development in the last uh, couple of weeks that could uh, be significant for downtown was the announcement of more detail on what's going to happen with the old state armory building. It's been sitting vacant for a lot of years in Mm -hmm. really rough shape, but the state is going to spend tens of millions of dollars to repair and revamp this and then to uh, move a number of state workers into this facility right there in the heart of downtown. Uh, Ryan, what does that mean in terms of downtown development, in terms of business? business opportunities potentially in that area, and just, again, getting that uh, that state government presence uh, more fully realized in downtown after a couple of years of the pandemic.
1: You know, it's easy for us to forget that the state of Illinois is a major employer in this community. It's easy to look at them as just a public body, but they are a major employer, and so making them making that commitment to downtown Springfield with that investment in the armory bringing putting those workers in there that's an enormous step that that we can use to sell to other businesses that maybe you're looking at downtown springfield um an investment like that is not done accidentally and it's not done for a short-term basis either so those are the kind of announcements and the kind of stories that that organizations like the growth alliance pick up and then we get that in front of interested parties and say hey look you might want to make an investment here because they're getting ready to dump hundreds of millions of dollars into this building, Um, not dump, that was bad, invest hundreds of millions of dollars into this building, bring all these employees here. Those are potential customers for you, so you're going to want to be nearby that. And that's why it makes a difference for a number of reasons. The other is that that those will be our local workers working on that project. So that's money that goes into their pockets, and they use and they spend that throughout the community. So really we get we get both sides of that. We get the initial economic impact and we get the long term economic impact of the employees being in the
0: building. We know the city had a few items on its uh, wish list that was hoping to see uh, get funded through the state budget, and we haven't really been able yet to get a a full accounting of what did and didn't make the cut. We understand the city's lobbyist is supposed to make a presentation to the city council tomorrow night on that very subject. What have you heard or what do you know about what happened in the waiting days of the legislature when they wrapped up their their work last week, Uh, and did they make any big decisions that will have an impact on uh, economic development or uh, development of various parts of the Springfield area?
1: Well, you know, we're still uh, going through the details of, of the state budget, but there was some al- also some legislation that that I believe passed related to extension of the EDGE tax credit program, mm-hmm. which is really important for economic development, and also something related, I believe, to what's called the MICRO Act, which is a program to help attract microprocessors and, and semiconductor um, uh, and chip chip producers into Illinois, <clears throat> so those are two programs that we were watching closely. Um, I had heard that those were passed, but uh, i 'm not in a position to make any guarantees on that I 'm still kind of sorting through all of the things that happened in that last minute flurry of activity sure. um, overnight uh, to get the state budget passed but I believe there are a number of things like that that are going to be in there to help us uh, continue to attract people into Springfield and Sangamon County.
0: Hopefully we can talk about that in some greater detail next month. Uh, Before we let you go, Ryan McCready, Springfield-Sangamon Growth Alliance, you've got an event coming up next week that people want to be aware of. If you uh, have a business in the community, if you want to stand out, figure out how to cut through all of that clutter out there, this could be a, a very valuable event.
1: Oh, well, I believe it will be on April 28th at uh, from from four to 6:30 p.m. Uh, we're we're hosting Scott Stratton, an internationally renowned author and speaker, to talk about unmarketing, uh, which is an opportunity to learn about in this age of fast-moving information and digital technology. Just kind of peeling back the layers on that and figuring out what really matters. In the area of building those relationships and, and, and growing your customer base and keeping them satisfied, it also be useful information for for folks that are trying to understand and retain younger workers. Uh, as we as the baby boomers begin to retire, we've got a whole new crop of workers that that uh, that are changing the culture of the workplace. How can we help retain them? Um, this event is only thirty five dollars to attend, and it includes an an hors d'oeuvre reception following the event. Uh, it will be entertaining, and informative, uh, so we hope folks can attend. They can check it out at ThriveInSPI.org slash events. They can register and pay online right there on our website.
0: Again, that website, ThriveInSPI.org. Go check it out. And, of course, you can learn more about the Springfield Sangamon Growth Alliance there as well. And each month here on Springfield's Afternoon News on 92.7 WMAY, Ryan McCready, thanks as always, and we'll talk to you soon. We appreciate it.
1: Thank you very much, Jim. Have a great day.